Financial Residency is proud to bring you Grand Rounds with Dr. Tammy. Each week, Tammy Krause explores a new topic related to achieving financial independence by building and protecting your wealth. She invites guests who are experts in their fields who will share honest and valuable advice on a variety of topics. If you have an idea for a podcast, please email Tammy, that's T-A-M-M-Y, at financialresidency.com. Now grab your front row seat to this week's Grand Rounds. Hi, and welcome back to Grand Rounds. This year, we've been highlighting a lot of physicians who have done some unique things, either to take back their career or to give to others. But today, we're going to do a little bit of a different focus, and we're going to actually talk with a physician spouse who has done something quite unique to help other physician families. I'd like to welcome Zoe Congus. Welcome to the show, Zoe. Hi, how are you today? Thanks for having me. I'm so happy you joined us. I learned about you a few weeks ago, and if I'm not mistaken, you've kind of put together this whole network of realtors across the entire country that specifically work with physician families. Is that right? I did. Yes. Quite the endeavor. And it's new. We're fairly new, but already getting quite a few agents on board and the growth has just been outstanding. And I've been really excited for my clients as well as my colleagues in this endeavor. What made you take on such a big project? I have been working almost solely with agents in this, sorry, physicians in the St. Louis market for about five years now. And after kind of leaning into this niche fairly heavily for the past few years, I just realized that I could probably duplicate this and find people that I could trust across the country to serve my clients as they transition in and out of St. Louis, regardless of where they go. So it was really out of a want and a desire to provide the same or better service that I've been able to give to my clients whenever they're done with training in St. Louis or when they're transitioning to a new position across the country. And so I just really wanted to put like-minded people together with the same kind of experience to, to give that kind of quality service. That's amazing. And what's different about working with physician families than other clients? You know, of course, the lending side is different. They are offered special loan terms through specific lenders. Being able to navigate that part of the world, obviously, as realtors, we aren't experts on loans, but we do have enough experience that we can point you in the right direction of, you know, lenders that have products that truly are going to be beneficial for these clients. So that's the first thing, of course. The second thing is just being able to have some of the empathy, apathy for the physician clientele's, their lifestyle, what they've been through, the journey that they're currently in, their schedules, which is a little chaotic from time to time. And then also, since we are physician spouses that are the realtors of this organization, a lot of the times during the moves, a lot of that gets put on our shoulders. You know, the physicians, male or female, whether they're in training or attending hood, typically have hours that are just outrageous. And in addition, they also don't necessarily have the same set of life skills that a normal person of their age <laughs> may have experienced. And so they just really don't know how to navigate the home buying, how to navigate even just getting licensed in a new state. Like so many things falls on the physician's spouse's shoulders. And so being physician spouse realtors that have all done this, supported our spouses through their training and beyond, we, I mean, we really get it. And I think that having that really empathy 
for the physician spouse and knowledge of how that relationship works. It just really helps us get to know our clients better and helps the transaction go so much smoother. They don't have to explain themselves. They don't have to explain that their spouse isn't available for signing and they need mobile notaries or they need power of attorney set up. I've done inspection reviews at 4 a.m. for cardiology. He was in between shifts and it's fine because I understand like that's your availability. You're on an awful call shift right now and we just got to take what we can get. So being able to understand that and not have to explain it, just been really nice for my clients to have someone that's in their corner and understands because they've done it before. I love that. I've never even thought about how much my physician spouse helped me, you know, just trying to navigate starting a new job, the licensing, the everything that goes beyond, you know, moving to a new area. It never even dawned on me that a realtor who was also a physician spouse could give some insight there, like, hey, you need to call this person. And that's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And, you know, even I think partially because of my job, but also because of my husband and just the circles that I run in, you know, the majority of my friends are physician spouses. They're married to orthopedic surgeons and anesthesiologists and then, you know, interventional cardiology. I'm just trying to think of like my best friend circle right now. We're all married to these, you know, high level physicians. And there's so much that we can all bond together. You know, oh, he's been out of the house for 48 hours. He's on call right now. And there's so many things that we can just kind of rely on each other for that they can vent to. But a normal person, I'm not saying a normal person, I don't mean like normal person, but non-medical families don't understand. You know, you get that so many times like, oh, it must be nice. You're married to a doctor. And it is nice. We have a lot of benefits, um, financial stability, and that is lovely. However, there's a little bit of loneliness to it. There is a little bit of burden for responsibility on a physician spouse that a non-medical family wouldn't quite understand. So it's it's just really, like I said, it's nice to have someone in your corner. That is. And it probably also kind of puts them into a social circle when they're moving to a new community as well, or at least the potential for one, if you guys get along when you meet a new physician family. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And that is one of my goals too. And I emphasize this for you know the agents that are within Moving Medicine Partners across the nation is to, if there isn't an AMA alliance, create one, <laughs> invite all of your clients into it. A lot of residency programs have social groups as well. Make sure that you're connecting them to that. A lot of cities have their own Facebook groups for physician spouses. I know that St. Louis has one and it gets used readily, even if they're just looking for landscapers or hairstylists or like we're having a huge, I'm hosting a Cardinals game. So I've, we bought a hundred tickets to a Cardinals game and invited a bunch of physician families. So on June 12th, we're going to be taking a bunch of physician families to meet and mingle at a Cardinals game. So, I mean, there's lots of opportunities to just bring these people together because so many times whenever they're moving to a city, one of the things that they don't like about moving, especially a match or taking a new job is just the fear of not having that support, that social circle. So just helping them create that and letting them know like there's people here that are in the same circumstance. You're not alone, whether you're a parent, whether you're married or just boyfriending. Like, there's so many circles that you can connect with. And it's just been really nice to help them through that transition as well. That's wonderful. Before we started recording, we were kind of talking just a little bit. And you mentioned that you're finishing up with, you know, one of the last residents who are just getting moved into their house before they start the residency in July. Can you talk a little bit about what match season is like as a realtor who works with physicians? Chaos is a word. Chaos is one word. No, it's so rewarding though. So, you know, this year I believe match day was March 18th. 
St. Louis is a hub of quite a few training hospitals through St. Louis University, SSM, Washington University, BJC system, and then Mercy. So we've got, and I think St. Luke's may have like a small residency program, but two really big ones, one moderate and one small program. And so we have you know hundreds of doctors moving to St. Louis between March 18th when they find out that they're coming here. And then June 12th is really when orientation begins for all of these programs. So even though it technically starts July 1st, they start their orientation, they have to be here by June 12th. And so you get this big mix of the people that get matched are literally reaching out within hours saying, help us find a house. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, like, why don't you celebrate for the weekend? Nobody's open. It's a Friday. Like, let's reconvene on Monday. Some people were under contract that very weekend. Oh my gosh. Amazing way to be on top of things. And then I still had people shopping as of last week. Because we could do a really quick closing sometimes, but you know, they had taken their time. Renters is really, really hard because especially in the low inventory markets, even rentals is difficult. So if you match March 18th, anything that's active on the market, typically those landlords want someone to start their lease April 1st. They're not going to hold it for you until June because then they have a vacancy rate where they're losing money and they're having to pay their mortgage without a tenant. And so it's really hard to start looking for rentals on Zillow and those open markets starting that early. So you do have to tell them like, sorry, you really need to hold off. You know, I have garnished a lot of relationships with landlords, physician area, like places that doctors are heavily moving to. There's a lot of rentals that become available just from that natural turnover or people leaving fellowships, people leaving residency. There's like a two week overlap there, but typically I can put a resident in a place where a resident is coming out. So trying to connect them with those so that they're not floundering, clicking on Zillow links and getting led astray and paying for applications that don't wind up going anywhere. But yeah, so I mean, residencies, crazy. I think I had 17 residents purchase houses this year. Wow. Down from last year, I think that the interest rates climbing and then the price of homes climbing makes people a little bit nervous. But St. Louis, at least, is still a very affordable place to buy homes and condos for the residents within that budget. There's cities that that's no longer viable, you know, New York, LA, Chicago, Miami, a lot of those cities, it's no longer an option to buy. So some of the realtors that I have within my network know that they just have to be set up to help facilitate rentals because that's really the only option available. And they do become experts on which areas are affordable, which are the best for commutes to the hospitals, et cetera. So you have to do a lot of education with the people coming out of residency. You kind of mentioned that sometimes, you know, you might be approaching your 30s, but they don't necessarily have a lot of life experience yet because they've kind of been sheltered through this long progression through school. So is there a different level of education that you have to do with physician resident clients? Yeah. So coming out of med school, coming into residency, you know, you've focused solely on medicine, basically, for however long that's been some intense training and you've rented, you've likely not owned, I'm saying standard. There are a few med students that did own homes this year that were selling and they made quite a profit. And so they had a little bit more experience, but for the most part, they're coming in. They have no clue. I get asked all the time, well, we're going to rent because we can't afford a down payment. I'm like, physician loan. They're like, yeah, there's a gimmick with that, right? There's got to be a flip side. I'm like, no, it really truly is as <laughs> nice as it sounds. And so, you know, educating them on that. And they're like, oh, we just figured it was like some kind of scam. Like, no, it's not. A <laughs> there's no flip side. There's no trick here. It really just is a, a great product for you. But educating them about 
so many things, you know, purchasing a home for the first time, the insurance that's involved in getting that, even just trying to connect them with the right resources in the city, like disability insurance is now something that they need to consider going into. So connecting them with professionals that are going to help them with that aspect of, you know, (laughs) becoming a doctor, even though they're still in residency, they are physicians and those are things that they need to consider. So just trying to get them connected to all of the resources that I know that my husband had wished he'd had provided to him whenever he had started residency, buying a house in a trust, purchasing a home that might become a rental later on and talking about what that looks like. So there's just a lot of education that goes on. I would say whenever I meet a client, I typically send a buyer intake and I get an idea of what they're looking for, whether they're renting or buying. And then we do a one hour Zoom and it's really just a one hour education. Like this is what it looks like to move to St. Louis. This is what it looks like to buy. This is what it looks like to rent. And then throughout the process, they're a little bit more educated. I tell them, I'm like, listen, I'm going to feed you a lot of information through a fire hose right now. You do not need to retain any of it. But whenever I mention this later on, it'll spark a memory and you'll be like, oh yeah, we talked about that. And it's going to be a lot easier to get through this transaction with you partially educated coming in as opposed to just like trying to figure it out as we go along. So that's my strategy for just making sure that a physician's a lot more comfortable since they typically don't have that experience. When you bring someone into the network, do you kind of make sure they're of the same mindset as you? Does everyone have the same approach or how does that work across the nation with your network? You know, because every market's different, everyone's going to do something a little bit differently. All of the physicians within my network that are listed and marketed on the website that you can go and literally just click on the name and connect with them directly, they're vetted. So they're all physician spouses. They all do a significant amount of transactions each year to ensure that they're qualified You know, we had plenty of physician spouses that applied and either they hadn't been in their city long enough for me to feel comfortable with them being knowledgeable. They're too new. They haven't done enough transactions. They haven't done any physician transactions. Not that that necessarily matters since they lived through it, but for me, it did. I need to have a minimum standard of experience so that I could feel comfortable and my other agents could feel comfortable going to them with our clients and knowing that we could send that referral and they were going to be well taken care of. These people know the markets. They're very experienced agents. They've done physician transactions, so they know what a physician loan is. You could call any realtor in any city and say, hey, do you work with doctors? They're all going to say yes. Sure. Because most people look at doctors and they're like, ooh, dollar signs, you know, like their eyeballs turn into like green dollar signs. You know, I look at them like, ooh, you got a lot of debt. Like, let's make reasonable choices right now. Let's not, you know, max out your budget if you're fresh out of residency or training. Let's, you know, statistically, this is probably not your forever home. So let's find your right now home for the transition. Because if you don't end up loving this job, if you end up wanting to move to a different neighborhood, statistically, your first home isn't your forever home. So I try to talk to them about their right now budget, their future budget, the rentability, the resale of whatever it is they're looking at. And I'm not pushing them to max out their budgets like a lot of realtors are, especially because my husband did pay off his student loans last month. So congratulations. I know, I know. Thank you so much. It was like a low interest one. So we took our time on it. But man, making that final payment was nice. Oh man, that's the best day ever. (laughs) I know. But like I said, you call any realtor, they're going to be like, yeah, I work with physicians. It's like, okay, but have you done a physician transaction? Well, or you ask them like, any lender that you talk to, you have a physician loan. So many are going to say yes. But then whenever you start breaking it down, it's like, okay, what's your debt to income? What's your minimum interest rate? What or credit score? Sorry. What's your interest rate right now? And you're picking it apart. And I'm like, yeah, that's a conforming loan. That's not a non-conforming portfolio loan. So like 
that's cute. Thank you for offering, but that's not what I'm looking for. Like I really am looking for a non-conforming portfolio loan, as you know. And so you just really have to be careful about who you call because everyone's going to want to work with you. Everyone's going to want your business, but not saying who deserves it, who's experienced and qualified enough to truly be able to take care of you at the highest level. That's wonderful. Now you said you're fairly new and putting together this network. Are you still looking for other physician spouses to join with you? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> I am. You know, the United States is very large and there are a lot of cities and a lot of doctors. We are currently at 50 physician spouses. We've got wow. Alaska and Oahu, Hawaii, and from Naples to New York, you know, and everywhere in between. We have so many wonderful physician spouse realtors right now that have qualified to join us. But of course, we would love to fill in all the gaps because there is a lot of territory to cover. We do only allow new agents to onboard in January and July. This is just from a management standpoint so that we're not constantly having to vet and recruit and and go through this process since we are all full-time working agents. We're limiting the months, but you can go to our website, movingmedicinepartners.com, and there's a drop-down tab for realtors, and you can see the FAQ page, and there's an application there. You can apply and fill out that form any time of year, but just so you know, we only respond in January and July. So if you don't hear from us right away, you will just be patient. We're just trying to be methodical and strict about that so that we don't run ourselves ragged. But yeah, um, always, always looking for new agents. And you know, there are a couple of levels to our membership, I would say, for our organization. Partners is the highest level. Those are the qualified, experienced, vetted physician, spouse, realtors. That's really the bread and butter of who you're going to see when you come to our website. We also want to bring on the less experienced or newer agents. We would not send a client, a physician client, to that realtor to service them necessarily without giving them the heads up like, hey, this is a physician spouse, but technically they're not as qualified. But the main reason why I want to bring those people on is to give them the education, to give them the knowledge, the peer community and education so that they can become higher level agents. I want to support the physician community as much as I can. So supporting these that are newer or need a little bit of help, I think is really important. So they are welcome to join us, but they won't be marketed on the website. You're not going to be able to just click on their name and think that you're going to be connected with the level of you know experience that we are marketing, but they will be joining us. We have bi-weekly calls, educational calls for our realtors, where we bring on experts from physician lending to relocation services to tail-end coverage to disability insurance. So I'm educating my realtors constantly so that they truly can try to get as much knowledge as they can. So that we're not just helping them with real estate, we're helping them get settled into their new lives with all of the things that they need. So we would love the less experienced agents as much as the experienced agents, but just so you're aware, there is a difference in in what they receive from that. So I love what you're doing here. I love that you're just trying to help other physician families. And it sounds like you try to give these families a home, not just, I mean, the physical home, but a community to join when they go into their you know new lives and new jobs. I think it's fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> I do too. It's been crazy. You know, I was with a small boutique brokerage for five years 
And I don't want to say I outgrew it. I loved, loved, loved that brokerage. But Compass, which is a larger national brokerage, came to me last year and they were like, we would really love for you to join us. And so I say that they poached me. That's how I word it. <laughs> what it feels like. But they did. They wooed me and I came over. And once I was there, I saw that they had a couple of national networking groups. And at the time, I'd already had Moving Medicine in my, I mean, it was already an LLC. I'd already trademarked <laughs> the logo and the word. I had no idea what I was going to do with it yet. At one point, I'm like, oh, I'm going to start my own brokerage, a nationwide brokerage. And then I thought about it. I'm like, that's a lot of management that I really just don't want to do quite yet. So I was like, man, what's the next step for this? And I saw these national referral networks of realtors. And I'm like, that's what I want. Like, I don't need to be brokerage specific. We're not just Compass agents. We are broker owned. We are Remax. We are Keller Williams. We are Compass. We are everything in between coast to coast. And that way we're really just inviting all of the physician spouses that are realtors into this network. So we have the camaraderie and support and education and the outreach. So that's, you know, Compass definitely gave me some wings here, but it was definitely the growth of all of these agents that made it all come to fruition. That's fantastic. Well, if there is a physician family who's looking, you know, for a realtor wherever in the nation, how would they find you? Yeah. So moving medicine partners, plural.com is our website. You can absolutely go to that site. There is a map on the homepage. So if you scroll down, go to the map and you see your area represented, you can just click on that agent in that area and be connected directly or if you're looking in an area where you may not see a physician spouse, you can just fill out. There's always like a pop-up screen. And so it says like, I need a realtor, connect me to one, and we'll be in touch with you within 24 hours to get you in touch with an agent and the area that you're moving to. Like I said, we do have a lot of like behind the scenes, non-spouse realtors or spouse realtors that may be not qualified. And so those are not on the website. You could always reach out to us and we'll always do our best to connect you with like the highest level of service and whatever territory you're moving to. Today, I got someone went to the website and they're requesting services in the Quad Cities. And I don't have a physician spouse realtor there yet. But what's nice is I can go to the physician spouse Facebook page, talk to the admin. I was given three names of physician spouse realtors that she knew of. So I'm contacting them today and vetting them and talking to the brokers to make sure like, you know, they've done enough experience. And so I'm able to one at a time find these agents for you on your behalf. So you don't have to go floundering and searching for them. If I don't have an agent there already, I will find one. <laughs> That's wonderful. And is there a phone number or anything that someone should call you? Like, no website's the best way. Yeah, there's okay. an number, but really the website is the best. We're also on Instagram at Moving Medicine Partners. So you're welcome to follow us on there and message through that platform as well. But the website really is the best way to connect with us. All right. Well, thanks for being on the show today, Zoe. I wish you and your whole network just so much success. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and everything that you're doing as well. Thanks. And I hope you'll all join me again next week for Grand Rounds. <laughs>